Hey, this is Russell, and I'm pretty sure I have the greatest job in the world. I work at the video store, the one that's just down the road from you that you can go to once a week whenever it is movie night. Why I love my job is because when the store is quiet, I get to watch movies and series and talk about them with my friends that work here. But interesting people also pop in to rent something. And each week, we can help you figure out what you could be watching out on streaming platforms and out in cinemas here in South Africa. Today is our 50th episode. We are so chuffed and excited and can't thank you enough for all your support. Let's get into it. Did you see that thing yesterday on the TV? Cole. Hi. You're back, baby. <laughs> I'm back, yay. How was Cape Town? Windy. Um, an ocean too cold to swim in. But Pretty to look at, cuck to swim in. Huh? Pretty to look at, cuck to yeah, swim in. It's impossible. I tried, mm. I determinedly tried to walk in that water on the beachfront for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And I felt like Jack Dawson singing, sinking to the bottom of the Atlantic. Right. It was dreadful. Um, and how were the shows? Shows were great. Audiences were fine. Like it was packed out. Cool. Mm. For those um, who missed it, Cole uh, was a musician in a traveling production. They were in Joburg for a while and then they were in Cape Town. And the show was called Key Change. And Cole was one of the people in the back slapping the bass. <laughs> and it's coming back to Joburg, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we've got a return season in August in August. Cape Town, October okay. in Johannesburg. Okay, sick. Cool. So yeah. yeah, closer to the time, we'll certainly share the love. Yeah. Um, it's good to have you back. Thank you. Missed you. Yeah, I missed you yeah, guys as well. Oh, I missed these chats. Um, did you no, have a chance? There are no video stores left in Cape Town, so no. I didn't have, like, there's no place to chat. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, have you had a chance to watch anything? Or have you been? So absolutely not. That's the problem with the routine okay. of the shows. But the Airbnb did have Netflix. Okay. So I oh, caught awesome. up on The Crown Season 5, which is like my favorite thing in the world. I okay. love The Crown. Um, and where, where are we at with The Crown? So it's a new cast again. So this oh, is right. the third set of actors. Um, and it's the queen in the nineties with Diana, like slash divorcing kind of Prince of Wales meeting Bodhi, right. um, that guy and the burning of the one castle. And yeah, it's, it's definitely not as good as previous seasons. It's right. a bit disappointing. Okay. They're kind of relying on the, the historical legacy of characters instead of fleshing mm. them out. So I'm a little bit disappointed, but Jonathan Price is amazing, as he uh, always yeah, is. Yeah, Jonathan Price is Who's great. That? Elizabeth Swan's father from Pirates of the Caribbean. So, uh, it uh, doesn't mean much. Who does he play? He plays King. Wow. My memory. The husband <laughs> of the Queen. Okay. Uh, Edward. Is it Edward? Yeah, I think. He was never the King. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he was... Who is the Prince Regent or whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. But we just call him de facto king. Fuck off! I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Goddamn colonists. There's our there's our uh, there's our standpoint <laughs> on it. <laughs> um, Official. Bunch of pointless, <laughs> out of touch dimwits. Should we uh, organize ourselves a movie night? A movie night, please. Where we get to the cinema, please. Yeah. What do we want to watch? Renfield. Yeah, Renfield looks awesome. Renfield looks good. Mario looks good. Apparently, the critics hate it, but everyone else is loving it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know whether I need to see Mario. I really I don't want to need see it. To see I never either. really played the game, but if you did, I'm sure you're going to love this movie. And yeah. if you have a kid in your life, I'm also, sure you're going to love this movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, 
but okay, Ren, Renfield is one. Mario, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. uh, Honor okay. Among Thieves. Also getting well reviewed. Yeah. yeah apparently Did good. you guys play Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, yeah I play present tense Dungeons play. and Dragons. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. it's not bad. Um, I've never, <laughs> never done it. You have to. Okay. You have to. It is so much fun, man. I can't. I even was tell out, you. Uh, you know, dating dating girls. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a relationship and play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm joking. I'm no, it's, yes, it, it comes with <laughs> comes with just love, only love. I mean, that makes sense in high school where the like modern okay, equivalent. No, sorry, yeah. sorry. Was, I can I can put it better. Yeah. Let's not bring women into this or or significant others or dating Toxic or masculinity. sexual yeah. sexual life. Put it this way: I was outside playing cricket. Right. Okay. No, that's fine. That's okay. completely valid. That's probably it's a valid childhood as well. That's probably a hmm. better. Um, way to sort of <laughs> no, yeah, I explain why, <laughs> why I, I, I didn't yeah, really like, know I, much I, about I wasn't playing Dungeons and Dragons I was getting laid <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, it was you can high hear school. that voice in high school where someone says oh you play Dungeons and Dragons that's gay like, that's <laughs> always what you'd hear in high school that's gay uh, but it's uh, it's certainly not gay no yeah. it's not it can I mean, be if you want it to be yeah which is fine <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's also, the there's point with, it's yeah, a fantasy with, Nothing wrong with being I gay. rolled a natural twenty in the bedroom with a uh, wench. What? Uh, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> we want to get sentence. into that. <laughs> I rolled no, a. No, so nat- you can do anything in this game, right? You can start a fight in a pub. If you go to a brothel, you can ask one of the, you know, okay, people so to sorry, sleep with you. For those who don't know, so Dungeons and Dragons, the idea is that. It's just a piece of paper and a dice, really. Yeah, exactly. And a game gets created or a game gets kind of moderated. And then when you want to do certain things, mm. you would roll a dice and the outcome will determine what happens in the exactly. game. Exactly. Right? Okay. Whether or not you're successful. Okay, so there so you if were... I try to climb a wall and I roll like a one or a five, the dungeon master who leads the game is going to be like, you tried to scale the wall, but then you fall off and break your ankle. Right. So take negative two. Okay, so there you were in the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. And you rolled a 20. With this angel creature. Oh. And then my friend Ron at the Dungeon Master was like, okay, do an acrobatics check. Because he was like, what else do you roll in the bedroom? Acrobatics. Rolled it natural 20. He was like, oh, fuck. You succeed. You have the best sex you've ever had in your entire life. <laughs> like, everyone in the city is gossiping about how good you are in the bedroom. It was amazing. <laughs> okay. It always descends into that. It's yeah. terrible yeah. if you have adults okay. with imagination. Completely but, foreign to Yeah, me. it's going to be interesting to see what the film does. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems like they touch on a lot of the familiar things like monsters and creatures. Mm. Um, so yeah, it looks like a lot of silly fun, which is yeah. kind of what it's meant to and be. And do you think exactly. someone who knows nothing about Dungeons and Dragons like myself could appreciate it? I suppose so. If it's like any any well-written plot or story can be universal. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. Okay. Because right. do, I don't know anything about it. Do you think they like Lego movie it? Where like yeah. at the end they cut to a bunch of kids in a basement it's the stranger things kids sitting in a basement playing yeah. tnd yeah exactly like, interesting to see yeah. yeah um so today on the show uh is a dude called adam haynes mm-hmm. i don't know if you have ever come across adam adam no. he's more afrikaans so it's adam it's less um adam and more adam um he's an actor he's been in a bunch of great movies there's a there's a film funny enough we didn't even touch on it uh that he acts in called Wonderless, which is okay. on um Showmax, mm-hmm. which is honestly one of my favorite local films ever made. Really? Yeah. Is that Afrikaans for Wonderlust? Yeah. And right. and so the film itself um, is set over the course of two days on a like wedding weekend. 
Right. And Adam actually plays quite a main character in the movie. He's like mm. the sort of best man. And it, the movie starts, it's a little bit hangover-esque. The movie starts the morning after and then it cuts back and you piece it together. Right. And I just loved it because it wasn't this over-the-top, crazy, dramatic reach of a story. It was a simple set of relationships over the course of two days that all of us who in their sort of 20s or 30s mm. could appreciate. Right. Where you go to weddings and yeah. you have relationships or you've been in one or you're finding love or you... And um, we've all done that. Um, it happens to be in Afrikaans, but okay. it is a movie for everyone and it's called Vondelis and he's in it. We don't even touch on that in this oh. chat. Oh, wild. <laughs> so he's an actor, but then he um, recently went on this like crazy long trip through South America as part of a, a South African TV show where they traveled the world. Um, awesome. So we chatted cool. once he just got back. And um, nice. very interesting dude. He's one of those guys where at any point in time when you follow him, you're like, wow, you're doing interesting things. <laughs> mm. You're traveling. Yeah, yeah. Like here I am stuck in traffic and <laughs> there you are doing that. Yeah. South American You know what I mean? Adventures. So, so he's one of those dudes. Um, but we'll get into it in a moment. Is there anything else we want to chat about? John Wick 4. That's okay. the other thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. We, um, yeah, we need to see that one. Yeah. I started watching Devs on Disney with oh, okay. Nick Offerman. Mm. Okay. So sorry, over with John Wick 4. Yeah. Okay. We just, just, we just need to see it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I watched the first one. Uh, I, only? I have, yeah. <gasps> okay. I haven't, I haven't watched all, any of the others. They're good. Okay, movie. They're nice. cool. Yeah. Okay. Get some popcorn and some blankies and we'll watch John Wick together. <laughs> and just, yeah. yeah. The body counts like yeah. three, what is it? 400, 500 ah, people die. Yeah, on, on something camera. ridiculous probably. Okay. Then the other one is Devs. So Devs is a series on Disney Plus. Okay. Uh, directed by Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina and Annihilation Ooh. and Men. Uh, like okay. A really cool director with a really unique voice. And this first episode was incredible. Dev. Yeah, devs. devs. Like developers. Okay. Um, like coders and stuff. Yeah. Um, and Nick Offerman. Live action. Yeah, live action. Okay, Nick yeah. Offerman from Parks and Rec. Exactly. Uh, plays like a tech billionaire CEO on the frontiers of technology. And this little developer inside his company goes into a secret division called the Devs, where they're working on this technology that no one's allowed to know about. And he realizes what it is, mm. and he tries to take a secret out. They kill him, and now his girlfriend is trying to figure out that the CEO of this really famous company has murdered the guy who tried to take the secret of this new tech out Corporate into the world. Corporate espionage, baby. Yeah. Powerful. Very cool. Okay, Devs. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Okay, there's a nice one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Magic. Um, let's get into it. Yeah, All right, I'm excited. Cool. This is Adam Haynes popping in to rent. How's it? Hi, nice uh, video uh, shop you've got, story you got going there. <laughs> Thanks, man. Wow. We haven't, haven't been in one for a, for a while. Yeah, it's this kind of video store in our imagination. Yeah, I haven't we, seen any. They don't really do, do, exist. Do you, have, do you have Avatar and VHS? <laughs> And the adult section in the back. Behind the curtain. Wow. Jumanji. <laughs> the original Jumanji. <laughs> you got How are you doing? Lekker. Lekker. Good to be here. Good to be back in, in Africa and in Joburg. Yes, yes. Um, it takes... Um, takes you have to leave it to to love it again when you when you come back i, I think so <laughs> yeah. yeah i've yeah. yeah i've i've always appreciated a little time apart <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially right now like over december 
you know, things were increasingly tougher with like mm. stage sixes mm. and yep. traveling through Joburg. And of course you're getting tired. Like most Joburg is at the end of the year. Like, and so when I went away to this little island. You went to an island? Uh, Mauritius. Oh, okay. Um, well, it that's was, an island. Yeah. It was an island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was it was lovely to just not deal right. with traffic and load shedding. Island and, time. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about this trip. Yeah, um, went to South America, the southern part of South America, um, mm-hmm. for four months um, to go shoot a travel show. Um, okay. Yeah. So we. What is the travel show? So the travel show is a, a pretty um, show that's been running running for quite a while on okay. SABC2 okay. called Footspora. Footspora. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so this is like season 12. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they asked me, hey, you want to come to South America um, to sh- shoot this show? Okay. Uh, we're shipping three vehicles to Montevideo. Where's uh, that? Uh, Uruguay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Like, not people don't know that much about this continent. You know? Yeah. No, no. And I, knowing I was just about to chat to you, I was just thinking about my relationship with South America, and it dawned on me that I've been lucky enough to travel a lot, and I've been to pretty much all major continents, yeah. um, except for South America yeah, for yeah. some reason. And I'm not I entirely sure why. Yeah. I think if faced with it. I, if I'm being very honest, I might say it just feels a little Africa in the sense that a little bit like what I've just said 10 minutes ago, sometimes you want to escape the bustle yeah, and you want to kind of exist in in something a little different to your Joburg or your Africa. Yes. And and to me, I feel like a place like Brazil, for example, might just be the chaos I don't need in my life. Well, I, I get it, and that's but that's a that's a common misconception people have okay. about it. Because I've realized I, I'm telling I'll tell people about South America, and they think Mexico. Oh, you see, I think of that as like uh, more central, yeah, and that's not even on the continent. That's yeah. North America, yeah, yeah, know? or at, but at least they think. You know, Brazil, favelas, people are going to stab you with knives. Yeah. Um, drug and, trade, and like, narcos. And like kidnapping. And kidnapping. That scares the crap out of me. Yeah, that's scary. Um, but I mean, I live but, in Joburg, so yeah. like, we can't... We can't. Um, well, th- that might happen when we go back. Um, but we were... I mean, not the kidnapping. We were, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully not. Um, at the moment, Venezuela is kind of the dodgy Yeah, bit. But... And then every city, like you know, has its kind of has its spots, yeah. But it has a history of corrupt, you know, governments and and yeah, sure. and, and kidnappings as well. But we were in what they call Conosur, the southern cone. Okay. So that's Argentina. I was surprised how sophisticated mm. the the continent, at least what I saw was. Yeah. You know the roads, the infrastructure, the. Okay. The people, um, the la- and then just the landscapes. It was so cool to shoot there. Yeah. What were you doing on the show? So were you in front of the camera? It's kind of a bit of both. Like it's it's imagine like of like of I guess like a vlog on TV in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's six people in three cruisers, and their experiences and nature and culture we come across. 
uh, camping. So we were yeah. camping for what was it, about eighty days. Um, and, and the and the camera's always rolling. Yeah, it's a it's a long shoot. <laughs> yeah, so but, but very we um, get one day off every week. Verite so yeah. kind of documentary style, yeah, like yeah. whatever kind of comes your way. Yeah, I was point I, the camera there. Yeah, I was trying to shoot it like I don't know, you know, very arty and like okay. you know trying to yeah, make yeah. it look every shot beautiful and whatever. And then and then at a stage, the one guy who's was on he was because they've been doing it for years he's like yeah this is hyper real we're just going for hyper real here okay. so there's the the windscreen's going to be dirty and that's part of it you know yeah. don't try and wash the windscreen all the time um it's going to be shaky it's going to be like that and then you know you i mean they, they've been doing it for years i'm not going to change their whole yeah, style no, especially if they've yeah. got a, a formula what were what were some of the highlights looking back now <sighs> um have you seen a glacier? No. A glacier? I never really, I heard the word, but I never understood what. I think maybe at one point I was yeah. in like um, a sort of the Alps or something and yeah. then someone sort of pointed out like that's a moving it's, thing. I but it, was it, not ready for that. In Patagonia, we saw this Peritu Mereno, which is, as you say, a moving river of ice, ancient ice sliding down mountains. Okay. And it is massive. It is like that scale, the scale of stuff there. And you can see it move? You can hear it move. Okay, that's the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can hear it move. And that blew my mind. Yeah. Patagonia is, yeah. is it a country in its own? It's a region. It's a region of? Of the continent. So it's both Chile and and Argentina. Oh, so it's yeah. like an area. It's like yeah. saying um, yeah. Lapland or like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, or the Karoo. Like the Karoo, which I could guess. be a bit yeah. of Namibia. And a lot of it okay. looks like the Karoo as well. Oh, interesting. Like the, um, especially the eastern side. And that's also where the, where some of the Boer Afrikaners ended up. I was up. about to say, yeah. have you seen the documentary? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that documentary. Boer op Arztrempel. Yeah. yeah, I know yeah. it as the, there's the Engelsman <laughs> name. <laughs> I know it as, um, yeah, the, the, Boers at the End of the World, at which the, was a yeah. documentary made. I don't know where it lives now. Um, That's the thing. Like, I miss your video stores because yeah. you, you sometimes you like you love a film and then you, you can stream it and then you're like, oh, I might never be able to see this again. Yeah, and some of these South African films, funny enough, you know, were, or at least in the Bioscope's history, were made pre-streaming. Mm. And then what I try and explain to people is that a film, every film is in its own little place. Mm. Um, it might be lost forever or it might come back to life. And so um, the people who made this documentary, um, which is called The, the Boers at the End of the World, at the end of the world, yeah, at the yeah. edge of the world, um, it was a great documentary and it won awards. It screened as mm. part of Encounters and it follows the this Afrikaans community that exists mm. out in mm. Patagonia because they left at mm. some point. Mm. Because of the English. Because of the English. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and hopefully it can make a comeback on one of these platforms. Like yeah. Stunder, which of course wasn't necessarily a South African film. Yeah, yeah. It was a film made 20 years ago. By a Canadian, yeah. It was a Canadian film about the, the But that was incredible. Game. They just nailed and then, it, that period piece. They yeah, it was a lovely film. And I remember yeah. watching it at university at the time seeing old Thomas Jane put on his South African accent. Mm. And then you forget about these films. Mm. But now it's come back to Netflix because someone thought, oh, wait. Oh, it's on Netflix Hold on. Now. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So someone thought, 
wherever it, it lies in distribution, someone was like, hold on, this is a good film. Mm. And it could certainly be on the Netflix that South Africa sees. Um, let's bring it back. And now it's like in the top 10. Yeah. And so it's cool that these films can, can live on again. I saw White Chicks is at the top 10 in Netflix. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Wild. Well, I've never seen it. I don't necessarily feel I need to. Um, but yeah. yeah. Funny yeah. how those... No, it's, it's weird. And there's also back, um, yeah. The Client. Mm. There's a movie called The Client, which was made it, no. in, I want to say, the early 90s. It's got Susan Sarandon in it. And it was based off a very famous John Grisham novel mm. and it's a solid story yeah and it somehow came back to netflix somehow sparked some interest and also at some point recently was in the top 10 but it's a great story it's about this little boy who by chance witnesses this guy committing suicide because he was involved in the mob but now this kid has got this was privy to this information And so he, all of a sudden it becomes this kind of courtroom drama. Mm. Mm. Great story. It could have been made at any point in history. But it was made in the early 90s. You can watch it again now. It it totally holds up. Yeah. And it's a great movie. And it's just back on Netflix. And now it's on Netflix. Sort of 20, 30 years later. Yeah. Um, okay, so you saw a glacier. What else? That was yeah. That was in Patagonia. We saw that we we spent a week with uh, Afrikaners as well, oh, the, cool. the descendants oh, of them at least, the third and fourth and fifth generation. Okay, um, which was culturally pretty interesting. We went all the way down to Ushuaia, like the most southern um, city in the world. They, they call it the road to the uh, the end of the earth. That sounds. Nice yeah, it's poetic. like an epic thing, you know. That's you went poetic. to Shua, you have to have the. What country is that? That's uh, so. So you you jump through. They've got this really childish border mm. agreement. Yeah, how, how Chile and Argentina cut up that bit. But anyway, it's in it's in Argentina. Technically, it's Argentina. Technically, yeah, it's Argentina. It's Patagonia. Uh, okay. Iguazu Falls on the border of Brazil is incredible. Okay, like they. I was for the I was at Vic Falls for the first time a month or two before, and yeah. Vic Falls blew my mind, and it yeah. is mind blowing. It is, but amazing. it was it just did that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing when you're like, what could top this? Yeah. Like, oh, this. <laughs> <laughs> I watched yeah. a um, a um, a fireworks display that only one of the wealthiest nations in the world could afford um, yeah. on New Year's in Zurich. Yeah, and your mind just gets blown every like. Twenty seconds or thirty <laughs> seconds, you're like, "This is amazing!" And then I remember turning to someone, going, "How could they possibly end this? Mm. Like, what could top this?" And then it ended. I was like, "Oh, that—that's oh, how. Oh, that's how. Did it again. <laughs> that's how. That's how you top this." Um, <laughs> there was also you and I connected at some point on social media when mm. I saw you post about a, like a library. Oh, Artemis in Buenos Aires. Yeah. So Buenos Aires has the most bookshops per capita in the world wow right? so they've and, and, and none of them are in English not a single book so they, <laughs> they, they, there was one book that was half English but that was the English Spanish dictionary that was it yeah, yeah. everything else is very <laughs> Spanish yeah so they, there's this um, bookshop in Buenos Aires that is a th that was a theater that was built in 1910 yes, that was the yeah, that yeah. was the thing it was built in 1910 And so they took out the seating, obviously, and they, it's just rows and rows of books. And then the, the gallery 
you know, the, what yeah. do you call it, the levels yeah. at the sides. Those are just books and books. And then those, you know, those posh little... Yeah, what the sort of it? Lincoln booths. <laughs> the Lincoln booths. Where, where a president <laughs> might get shot, yeah. Those are like little reading corners on the stage. Oh, There's like a so coffee shop. The orchestra pit is like the kiddie section. Because what we tended to do in Joburg no. was demolish those buildings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like those, it's special that some mm. of these things can be kept and repurposed. Mm. You know, if a theater in that part of town like doesn't work or couldn't work anymore, yeah. like at least it still keeps some credibility like they had i mean they were doing that with capital theater in pretoria yeah that was a beautiful that spot. was so nice but it just I, I don't know like our cities it's you know it's there's hope there's hope for capital theater i remember yeah. watching um desmond and the tutus play there once yeah, I'd in seen my some like kiff gigs there in my in my hip varsity days yeah, yeah it was it was and, pretty hip that 2010 ish that part of pretoria there, that yeah. that square yeah. what's it called church square church square yeah, church, yeah. I remember as a impressionable young sort of 19, 20 year old, you know, which is a relatively ignorant person, mm. um, landing in that square and going, oh my God, this feels like a, another, this yeah. feels like Europe. It feels like another part of, yeah. it doesn't feel like the with, South Africa yeah. I know. Yeah, with the, ch- with the, with those old buildings yes, and it just felt, it felt very European. And then you go into this beautiful theater and you watch this band. It was lovely. That was a particularly yeah, good that show. Desmond and the Tutu's time was so fun. I love how th- it's always been Desmond and the Tutu's time. So this yeah. band, this band has been a solid offering since we, I was yeah. at Varsity, and still to this day, they're yeah. they're um, they're such a great band. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll never forget seeing the, the, the flyer handed to me for the first time and going, what a cool name. Yeah. Desmond and the Tutus. I remember that. Fun fact, in yeah. Japan, they are called Desamondo and the Chuchus. And the Chuchus. You, didn't Chuchus. you guys tour together? Yeah, we've done some, yeah. some tours to Japan with them. And we are called Shota Straw. Yeah, dude. It was wow. lovely. We called it the Take Japan's Off Tour. Oh, I'm sure because these <laughs> oh, they are such... Oh, just those lyrics, you know. It's lovely. Um, what do well, you, what do you, well, keep coming back to this yeah. trip because I want to just keep hearing yeah. more and more as we go. Um, but what are you, are you consuming anything at the moment? Are you watching any interesting stuff? What do you want to yeah. watch more of? Mm. Let's talk about what you're watching. What am I watching? I've been, I've been watching a lot of YouTube. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, what channel? So sometimes what I'm like, stuff? I'm a bit overwhelmed by, you know, a feature. Yeah, I've, sure. I've, I've watched some really cool features of the last few weeks. Dude, my mornings are a bowl of cereal and a coffee and I watch YouTube because I, I don't have time to yeah. watch a whole thing But in the before morning. I know it, I've watched 90 minutes of YouTube. Yeah, 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 certainly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, lots of um, engineering sites, uh, um, I mean, yeah. channels. Okay. It's got the coolest stuff. Like I, I, I've said it before on the show, there's something called the B1M. B1M, I love B1M. Yeah. And for some I reason, really... he his voice is soothing. Yeah. And I want to know what mega projects are happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a ridiculous bridge. Yeah, and I want building. to understand the structure yeah. of it. And I, I love yeah. the fact that the so much of YouTube. So cool. yeah, yeah, I love the fact that so much of YouTube is about making you smarter. Yes, yes. Where, that's cool. where many of the channels are about like numbing you, distracting you. Yeah. yeah, but like a lot of YouTube is dedicated. They to turn that. you on. Some people turn you like activate you. Other people just yeah, yeah. like Yes Theory. Is it Yes Theory? Yes Theory. I don't follow them. I know them, yeah. He's like, it's like a team of dudes that like are, are trying to be sort of adventurers, but sort mm. of modern, like 
urban adventurers. So like they'll go, like in Turkey, for example, there's that famous castle <sighs> development that went bankrupt. And so there are these like thousands of castles yes, I saw that, that are in I this valley. Saw that app, yeah. Um, and they will go there or there was this one episode I saw where they it takes them two or three days but it's this long journey to get to the most remote island in the world and they've got those those clickbait names as well the world's most remote island I spent four hours two days in the airport it's kind of like that so there's this island the closest you go is like Hawaii, but yeah. it's somewhere like deep in the middle of the Pacific. But it takes two days on a boat to mm. get to this one island. Um, and it's famously, I don't know whether you remember it, but there's this famous novel which turned into a bunch of movies called Mutiny on the Bounty. Mm-mm. It's like one of those like classic old novels, oh. like Moby Dick or, you know. Mm. Um, and Mutiny on the Bounty was about this famous mutiny where these guys had a mutiny on a boat and then ventured out into the sea where they were probably going to die but they found this one island and this is the island which is literally in the middle of nowhere like they it was dumb luck that they found this island and uh, these guys that still live on this island are the descendants of it but it's like a few hundred people if anything live on this island but then it's kind of underwhelming when you actually watch the video because it's like like, they're they're, they're pretty normal folk and it just looks like they're on like a little shitty little island but it's interesting to at least follow the whole journey and 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 have these guys do this kind of stuff the youtube stuff just feels so it's it's like one person kind of bringing something to you so it feels kind of authentic in that way and it's messy yeah sometimes it feels a bit more real yeah it feels okay let's yeah let's say real uh, it's not like this studio that's kind of it's yeah. designed by committee. You know, I get what you're saying. It, it's like less that. of an agenda, and yeah. it's less of except when this video is brought to you by yeah, and like, some app or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. some kind of. And you got to put you got to put yourself through that. Yeah. Um, what other stuff are you liking there? Uh, yeah, so on the engineering stuff, there's my mechanics. Some Swedish guy just repairing old. To like lamps cool. and stuff. Yeah. For nice. like, it's like an ASMR channel. There's, <laughs> this, there's, but like 40 minutes of him just doing that. Yeah. Um, there is Wintergarten. Wintergarten. Yeah. The Swedish guy, he's building this marble machine, like this musical machine. Oh. You might have I've seen, seen that. some of that. Yeah. So on Wednesdays, he publishes. Which but is, what is it? Is it all of it about this machine? Yes. And he's been, and this is, he's, I think he's gonna crack it now. Like, this but time. the machine's already been made. I've seen so, people yeah, do he it. D- he did the first one. Okay, but it was like made out of plywood. Okay, so now and he's that, making that a was proof wood. of concept, and he made the marble machine X. And yeah, okay, so, so what this is is, um, yeah, I guess what YouTube and then search marble machine, marble machine, or yeah, Vintagatan. But that's the, the name of the band. Yeah. But marble machine. But yeah, basically, cool. what this guy's done is he's created this strange invention this musical instrument which um effectively uses marbles that sort of feed them up to the top of the machine and then he uses gravity as to how these balls fall through the machine that create percussion or create like almost like music box exactly so there's a programming wheel with the music on and then the the balls get triggered by that and then they fall on like a vibraphone yeah. which is like a xylophone, and then on percussion and on a bass guitar. 
and then they bounce off and then they get recycled again. And it cre- yeah, it just it's, creates such an interesting Yeah, so it's like engineering meets art. It's really cool. So so much um so much interesting perf- like kind of what's the word? Not necessarily performance art, but a lot of really smart in gallery art pieces can use science mm. and can use uh, and can invent things mm. so like um you you see a great art piece um installation art piece i guess yeah installation art yeah, piece yeah. is perhaps a good a good way to describe these kinds of works where there was one that printed with water have you ever seen that so basically mm. how you would program like a dot matrix printer so that it goes across a line and and prints the dots mm-hmm. so that when it, so it, when it, when like, it, it prints like a, a wall of yeah, so, images. So, so, okay. So, so how a normal printer would work yeah. with a dot matrix printer. So obviously each line, it prints what it needs to and moves down. Like you making a carpet, yeah. you know how you yeah, do yeah. So imagine a it's constant a flow of water. Yes, I saw this. Where if yeah. it stops in certain places, it creates a gap. It creates a gap. And yeah. so you see the sheet of water that has a word written on it. Yeah, I love those stuff. That's and, so cool. and so much of the like corporate creative world. So like advertising yeah. and, adver- and, and experiential advertising would then take that and turn that into something mm. that would become an award-winning, <laughs> um, you know, creative advertising piece. Yeah. So it's amazing how, but it starts with, this kind of creative engineering artistic brain mm, that mm. that creates that like there was an artist who was able to build or create artificially create a cloud in a in a room yeah as an art piece through the understanding of science and biology was able to create a little cloud an actual real cloud mm. in a room wild so- have you ever see, did you ever see that? Or it just made water that? vapor, Russell. Sure, but so, <laughs> yes, so that it actually created this little cloud, like you would see it in the like you would see it in the sky. No. So it was interesting. Um, <laughs> so you, <laughs> anyway. no, 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 no. Like, that it stayed. It stayed in the air. Like, okay, not not just a spray of water. No, they they're doing such interesting. Yeah. On YouTube, they're doing really cool engineering stuff. There's okay. stuff made here. It's this really geeky guy. Stuff made here. Stuff made here, yeah. And he, you know, just check that out. That's really cool. And then there are just the comedy channels as well. Like yeah. There's these Australian brothers, um, Fernbarn Films. It's like incredibly low budget. Fern? Fernbarn Films. Okay. I think that's their surname. Okay. And they just live in rural... Australia, they yeah. just—they're like they, there's like no effort with wardrobe or think yeah. think key and peel, but just yeah. like don't care, no budget, no budget key and peel. Yeah. So and then it's just like everyday concepts, and if they want to get it across that this is a character, mom, they would literally stick paper on the guy and just say this is mom. Okay. Yeah, and you sure. See, you see the lapel mic, like but but uh, funny, but they, done well. Fun, yeah, they're, they're funny, and I just. And then lots of tutorials as well, because yeah, okay. it's a very educational space. And then yeah, I, I started paying premium because it's just worth it. Y- yeah, if you're watching enough YouTube, no. you've got to no. you've got to get rid of those ads. Mm. I um for a very long time was served um like 
clothes washing products. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a whole bunch of like kid stuff. So yeah. I was like, what is what does YouTube think I'm doing right yeah. now? <laughs> they clearly think like this person is 37. He's clearly raising a child. <laughs> so here are kids toys. Oh, kids toys. Or like... I do my, you know, I got to wash my clothes. It's interesting. Pampers. Um, yeah. What are you up to next? What's, what's after, after this? I'm no, going just, to like, yeah, just <laughs> in just general. What, what's after? Um, are you involved in the post-production of this show? I do the map animations. Okay. Yeah, so that's been pretty cool, learning some new software. Um, Geo layers, like a After Effects plugin. Oh, cool. I'm your map guy now. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm they're editing it, you know. So okay. I'm just kind of preparing for our next trip to um, Brazil. Okay. Yeah. I was about so, to say, what's, yeah. what's so, next? So the vehicles are waiting there. We'll fly back. We'll, they're waiting in a wine cellar there. And we'll go from Brazil, hopefully, all the way through to the Amazon. Um, oh, snap. To French Guiana and Suriname. And then probably leave them there again, come back, and then do a third third one where you do the western hump they call it okay which which is um colombia ecuador peru are all the visas sorted out by the by the tv show you just arrive we don't need visas anywhere there in south america as south africans no we don't need any green mamba the green mamba will get you far okay you just you, you can just wait in line yeah you just arrive and you Sometimes you have to get, I think Brazil, you get visa on arrival, but you don't have to go to the consulate or embassy before or whatever. It's just the flights are pretty pricey at the moment. Yeah. But because there's no direct flight anymore. But anyway, apparently that's going to change in July. Where would you go? So we we went, I went, (laughs) I went Joba, Cape Town, Cape Town, Luanda, Angola, Luanda, Luanda. Sao Paulo, Sao mm. Paulo, Montevideo. Okay. Yeah, Sao Paulo is like the, let's say, Frankfurt of South America or the <laughs> Heathrow of South America. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, so just preparing for for that. When is that next trip? That'll be in May. Okay, so now, it's coming up. Now. Yeah. Movies? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Was, have, you, have you checked out Philomena Kunk? No. What is that? Kunk on Earth. I see they finally put it on Netflix now. That's something I I've been really enjoying. What what is that? So Philomena Kunk is this character that does documentaries. She presents these documentaries. Is, I think is that her name? Philomena Kunk. Yeah. Kunk. How do you spell Kunk, that? C U N C K. Okay. Yeah. I think it's BBC made it right. Okay. And she does these documentaries. Kunk on Britain. Kunk on Shakespeare. Kunk on. You, it might have appeared on your reels or something. Okay. Just little excerpts because she. It's, a, it's like a mockumentary. She speaks with academics and experts yeah. on topics like religion or history. or yeah. And she just gets everything wrong. She okay. just, so like in the, in the tradition of like Ali G or something. Yeah. But, but she... I always love that. I always yeah. love that someone who's very smart yeah. very carefully presents themselves as being stupid. It's so, it's so well written. And I, I saw it's Charlie Brooker. Who's, who's that? That's the um, Black Mirror guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's kind. Of, he's got a team behind her, and I think it got onto Netflix like last week. Okay. Yeah. So Philomena Kunk on Earth, 
and I, I'd Let's like to I'd out. like to quote her, but I, I might mess it up because she's. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I can I can see that. There, it, it's always interesting when you get like a British take on things because we do obviously consume a lot of American mm. stuff, um, like Bad Sisters, no. which is on yeah. Apple TV Plus, is like a British version of Big Little Lies. Okay. So it's always interesting to see the kind of British version yeah. of something where it's perhaps a bit more character, dialogue, quippy, fun, yeah. Yeah. Um as opposed to maybe being a bit too dramatic and you know the americans can can sort of do that slick drama so well yeah. um there's a lovely show on disney plus that we actually started last night called um extraordinary okay which is like did you ever watch the boys on amazon or do you know about the boys no okay well i won't get too much into the boys um but it's it's a similar kind of premise where the world is filled with superheroes in oh. extraordinary and Everybody gets a superpower that sort of happens almost like puberty. Like when you hit mm. 18, you discover it. And of course, everyone's, <laughs> got, cool. everyone's got a very different one. Yeah. But it's not played out in a huge, big Marvel like, cinematic like way. It's, sci-fi opera it's a small kind of, yeah. indie comedy in the fact that it's, it's about small stories. And it's about this, the main character is a girl who hasn't yet got her power. And so there actually are these services that you can go to where you can help find your power. You can bring it out of you. you but, that um, sounds cool. But like, for example, you know, one night she's she's got a Tinder date set up. Mm. This is in the first episode, I think. And the person she meets is, um, as she greets him, he, he, he puts on a glove and says, no, I've got to, I've got to oh, okay. shake your hand this way. And then he very sheepishly reveals the fact that his superpower is the fact that if he touches anyone, they orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) And so she's like actually kind of excited by this because she thinks, fuck, I'm actually going to be able to get an orgasm tonight. But of course he wants to, for himself, like prove that he can make a girl orgasm without, without without his superpower. Uh, But he's of course very bad at it. (laughs) So he's, he's sort of, you don't see it explicitly, but of course it's, it's rated 18 because it's it's very much the situation mm. where he puts on his glove and he tries to give her an orgasm <laughs> and she's just like this is horrible uh, just touch take, me take your glove just take touch me um but it's not um you know this being said it's not i'm not describing like an american pie comedy where mm. it's it's you know quite vacuous where, and a bit, uh, it's disney plus. disney plus it's actually quite smart and it's, is, done, and it's done and it's done it's done quite well that it's actually quite funny mm. um but less on on physical humor and more just on the yeah, everyone's situation got super, and, and and i was just turning to my partner les last night and i was like i need a show like this mm. it's like it's quite nice just to have something fun and light and there's another show called shrinking which is on Apple TV Plus, yeah. which I think you'd also appreciate. It's got um, Harrison Ford in it and Jason Segel mm-hmm. um, from yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall and How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And um, he works, Jason Segel's recently lost his wife, so he's grieving this. He's got a daughter and he runs a um, psychology practice or he works in a psychology practice that's run by Harrison Ford. And basically the premise of the show is him coming to terms with his um, recently um, deceased wife being able to grieve. But he discovers that 
if he just gets a bit more proactive with his patients, he can actually see some real change as opposed to just sitting back and, you know, how does that make you feel? And he mm. sort of feels like his life is meaningless. But if he actually gets stuck in, which is borderline crossing unethical yeah. and sort of crossing a line, he thinks like, well, that's actually going to really change. So he sort of reinvigorates his life and, and figures himself out. And, and it's also like, it's dramatic. It's done by the same guys that do scrubs. Okay. So it's, they know how to like drop you. They know how to like give you that punch of emotion, but yeah. still keep it fun and sort of quite, uh, yeah, witty. It's funny because Apple Music had uh, one with, what was that? Who's that guy? It's Will Ferrell and another guy about the shrink. The shrink next door. Yeah, the, yeah, the that shrink was also next door. On, on also, Apple TV Plus. I started involved. that, but then I also was like, oh, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, that didn't stick yeah, for I me. Didn't, I didn't think I finished it. No. That happens a lot with me with series. No, but that's what happens with everyone. And yeah. and I think Gad, who's one of the the co-workers here at the video store, said that that's what Netflix actually looks at. They look at the completion rate oh. um, to help them decide whether or not it needs to be re, re, renewed. Because yeah, you know, yeah. we could all be talking about it, but did we make it to the end? Yeah. And there's a few TV shows. It's like Welcome to Chippendales, mm. which is like on Disney Plus about the guy who starts the Chippendales nightclub. And it gets off to such a good start. And you're like, oh, this is interesting. This is cool. But then yeah. it, you know, it's, I, I don't blame them for doing this. And of course, this is a biopic. So perhaps a lot of this is true. But like things just get more corrupt and your mm. character gets darker. And, mm. you know, and when that started happening, I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't need this. <laughs> tap out. Tap <laughs> like, you know, it's like it now becomes a bit dramatic. And yeah. it, now it's, you know, he's losing his moral compass and, I could see that. That's drama. That's why you. It's why you write that. But for me personally, I was like, you know what? Sometimes you just need like a fun show. Mm. The rehearsal. I've heard about this, Dude. and and Fleurus, who is um, um, yeah, I know Fleurus. You know well. Fleurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he popped in to rent something a few weeks ago, and he recommended the rehearsal. The rehearsal is incredible. It's okay, like Nathan I, I Fielder is like a high priest of of TV. Okay, like no, he, yeah. he did how to with Nathan Fielder. Yeah, and this is just like imagine. And Nathan for you was something he did. I, I mean, Nathan called, for you, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did this. I think it came out this year, and it's like you know Charlie Kaufman, the guy from yeah, you know, yeah, the, the, like one of everything the inside is something. This is like mm. if Charlie Kaufman and Nathan Fielder gets together. Like, like a, it's really, and and um, the rehearsal is on Showmax. Really. Mm. Because I've been pirating this. It's fine. I can just no, stream totally it. Good. I can yeah, just yeah, stream yeah. it. It's all on Showmax now. Sick. It's HBO, right? Yeah. yeah. So the basic back of the box, right, is he... Is Nathan, he he presents the service yeah. for people. So in the first episode, he's in someone's house and he wants to help them overcome um, their uh, awkward situations. Yeah. So he will recreate those moments um for them so they can rehearse how yeah. to deal with it but and then he tells the guy this interaction i'm having with you now i've rehearsed this i've built a replica of your home and then they just show this stage studio with actors who look like you so i can know exactly when i what to do in each situation because in this tv show it's not presented like it's a narrative with a character and a story like it's presented like it's a real like a documentary, documentary reality show yeah. like a reality show because then in because he's he always plays with this is this real kind of flirts yeah. with it yeah kind of thing which have you, is have you seen really the, cool. have you seen the menu no 
it's one of the movies that was sort of lauded this last year as like I don't think it got too many Oscar noms, but it's like it was like the one of the critically praised handful of films this year. Mm. Um, it's got Ralph Fiennes, um, Anna Taylor Joy, mm. Anna Anna Anya Taylor Joy. I forget offhand. Um, and yeah, okay. Well, then yeah. I'm not going to get too much into it if you haven't seen it. But yeah, the menu. Uh, there was a point where I was like, I want to be a b- little bit more deceived. What is real? What isn't real? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. And, like and sometimes I, you're like, this is not real. Well, but, you. But then you also have yeah. A part of you in the sh- in the movie want to be. You think yourself like, is this real? Is this yeah. not real? Yeah, I love it when they pull that. Off. So when when that does happen, um, it is exciting. I wanted there to. The takeaway was yeah. that I wanted there to be more of that in the menu, but it was still a good movie. I love a mockumentary. Sure. Yeah, Chris Lilly stuff. I mean, yes. he, I mean. He, yes. Okay, so when you talk about that that sh- that YouTube show of those characters in Australia, yeah, yeah. Um, I immediately thought of Chris Lilly, oh, and I Chris thought of Lilly. and I thought of Lunatics. So uh, yeah, so that came out what last year? Lunatics is quite old. Um, no, Lunatics is he's well, it's his latest one. Right? It's his latest his, one. His but, last one. Let's oh, say that. but Lunatics was Two? three, four years ago. Really? It was like 2018, 2019. Okay, yeah. But and then he's got Yana, the South African character, the pet psychologist. Yes. Yes. Okay, so Chris Lilly is a Australian comedian who, much like Sasha Baron Cohen, will spend all his time um, playing different characters. Yes. So he can be anything from like. A Polynesian kid called Jonah, who's like <laughs> naughty in school, to like a preppy girl. Puck, puck you, mom. Yeah. Puck you, man. Miss. Puck, miss. I said, miss. I said, I said, I said puck you, I miss. I said puck you. What, yeah. are you deaf or something? <laughs> Nathan! <laughs> Nathan! <laughs> um, yeah. and, Angry boys. Yeah. And then, so he's done a series yeah. of shows. Summer Heights High was Summer the Heights first Heights. one, which was very famous, where mm. he played everyone in the school from the drama teacher to the popular girl to Jonah. Mr. G. Oh, yeah, Mr. G was yeah. the was the drama teacher. Um and he's amazing. And then the latest version of this kind of show is Lunatics, which was on yeah. Netflix. And yeah, it was I remember watching it around the time that Alistair and Shortstraw got married. Mm. So I forget how long that ago. Oh, okay, it was, yeah, it was yeah. like twenty eighteen. Twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. I think I just remember it as a lockdown experience for me. Yeah, yeah that's maybe when you discovered yeah, it and then his lunatics characters were were amazing there yeah. was that like real estate bro <laughs> with the <laughs> bum yeah with a big bum um no it's lovely yeah there was a yeah i really like guys like that sasha barenko and chris lily they're super smart yeah, yeah they're super so smart. smart and so one of her one i'd like to i'd like to have a recurring um, little aside on the video store where we talk about all the weird South African characters mm. that have popped up in, in, in stuff in like movies yeah, or in Hollywood a, and, like a and, and so side. here's a little Sapphire watch moment Chris Lilly plays Yana. one of the characters is Yana yeah. who is um, speaks to animals speaks to animals but she's ba- it's the character's based in, in Cape Town in Cape Town yeah yeah and she can communicate to animals. Celebrity animals. Celebrity animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, lovely. Okay, so I think I've maybe found some stuff for you to watch. Yes. Do you have them on DVD? Do you have a DVD <laughs> player? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but basically, but in the, yeah, in well, the I videos, mean, when, we, when we were in Brazil, man, we don't have uh, connection. You know, we can't stream, bro. Right? So really? I'm, I'm gonna need a. Gotta hook me up with that sweet, sweet flashy or. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna have to give you a hard drive uh, with some stuff. <laughs> but listen, I, yeah, I give. Uh, I'm definitely gonna check out that. I'm definitely going to check out the description of this podcast. So I can <laughs> remember everything. Yeah, the that's, the, that's the point. Yeah. yeah. So in the in the description when we publish this yeah. episode, um, will be a list with links yeah. um, to all the stuff that we've chatted about. That's uh, I like the idea of this podcast because you yeah. often end up in front of the overwhelming. Okay, let's watch a movie, and everyone's like, oh, "That's literally the whole point." That's the whole point like, of this, and that's that, brilliant. I yeah. don't think this podcast could have come out two or three years ago when it was maybe just Netflix but now there's yes. such an overwhelming amount of stuff and we've even found that we might record an episode where before we know it like that's outdated like that's yeah. come out people aren't talking about that anymore there's a, there's a new show that yeah. everyone's talking about and so like we we often are like but I still need it's yeah. amazing how quickly our, our cycle is yeah I just I, I just need that recommendation even with music Sure. I struggle to get into something just randomly. Yeah, I, I I love associating it with someone who told me something about it. Yeah. So this podcast is kind so of like that. Maybe you know, I can give you like one that. more thing, which is Trash Theory on mm-hmm. on um, YouTube. Trash Theory is a very smart, very well made music um, music vlog. I guess is the mm-hmm. word where he almost looks at musicians or times in in music but he treats it like as this kind of highly academic Mm. look so what you just knew as like i don't know grunge or brit pop or you know a certain moment or a certain act or new metal you know which was a which came and went in the 90s as a sort of style of Mm. music but he speaks about it his point is to kind of speak about it like it's an academic like a time vi- in history. He does video essays. Yeah. So yeah. it's a video I essay, but that. it's just so well done that you just feel like you're looking at this thing from a academic point of view. Yeah. Not to make it pretentious, but to make it like contextualized in a way that you go, okay, that mattered. Yeah. That was important. That mm. did something yeah. for the canon of British music or, you know, it just helps explain mm. something. And he sort of shows you at times... Um, um, you know, th- this was inspired by this punk mm. of this era, and then he'd play the sections, and so you could see the ep- epitomology of of music, which is a very difficult thing to mm. often try and um, and convey. you just appreciate it more. If yeah, because you, know you yeah. can see the amount of research and thought that is that has gone into. There's it. a podcast, Song Exploder. Have you yeah. seen that? Yeah, yeah, Song Exploder as well, where they speak. It's like 15 minutes and they speak with the artists but that that's wow. a thing that's a show i know it as a podcast okay i think I, it's a bunch of things because yeah, i think pro- it's also th- a youtube thing and i think it's also yeah. on one of the platforms yeah. i was listening to the one of the shins that what's that song um caring is creepy no the, the one that was in garden state the, that was i think that was in i think i Oh man. Okay. Anyway, anyway, but then the, the, he tells you the story of what he went through, and you know, mm. but they also play you the stems, the demos, the mm. you know, so that's, ugh, yeah. And then you listen to the song again, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. You were singing about that bake the girl who's a baker who you were in love with. 
but she was in another band and you're like it's lovely coming anyway yeah so i like hearing the stories and people who like the movies and i think you've always been a good uh you make good recommendations and curate. curate that's probably why you've got this video store <laughs> <laughs> lovely but listen man yeah. thank you for popping in thanks thanks and i wish you the me, yeah. best of luck in your second part of your adventure thanks when does this section of what you've shot for footspura yes, come out that would be in a month like on sbc sbc 2 on march i think the 10th yeah okay yeah. and my hope for a show like this and you can tell me whether or not it, it does is like Obviously, it might be commissioned by the SABC, which mm. we know is sometimes a very overly bureaucratic, yeah. kind of messy organization to deal mm. with. But they've got the budget in some ways to make some of the stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it might get lost because not everybody mm. tunes into SABC too. Mil week, millions yeah. of people do, but you know, mm. maybe a lot of South Africa's not watching SABC too. Do they? package any of this in any other shape or form because what? a smart tv show i think in south africa would should do that yeah so tv is changing obviously and uh, so like maybe it premieres in S on sabc but yes. then would episodes be available elsewhere well firstly the show i don't think people don't realize how big sabc is even no, no, even no, if it's, like, it's millions of people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think DSTV is a few hundred thousand. So, so, and but I know what you mean. Like, it's that. It's week. more. It's more about like, yeah. If you're not but, tuning in so, at that moment, so the, yeah. So that's the, the tragedy of yeah, live TV. So the producer um, has been really smart in his way of owning this brand. Yeah. Um, and he has the licensing of that. Okay. So he would. That's why you would see Footsburger on SBC two, and then he would relicense it to it's like Cagnet. Okay. And so it'll, be there so again, it'll live on. But it won't be on Showmax. He has Footsburger TV, which is a pay-per-view Vimeo account where you can watch all 12 seasons. So that's, okay. that, I mean, that's his strategy, you know. It's but, interesting. But you see most people, I love what Showmax is doing that they're It would be smart to it. put it on Showmax. Yeah. Or at least for a period. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be forever. But, but yeah. Okay, but there's Footsburger TV. Yeah, that's um, that's his, and there's a whole Footsburger shop. This is a whole it's empire. A thing, yeah, yeah Footsburger no, is a thing. Awesome. Yeah, it's like a whole thing, and it's uh, it's uh, cool to be. And the translation of that is footprints. Footprints. Yeah. That's uh, or oisha, what they say in Espanol. Oisha. Oisha is a footprint. Lovely. <laughs> Didi, thank you for popping in. It was nice to yeah, catch up. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, and you're uh, gonna you're gonna put your Panama hat back on and venture on out of here. Yeah, yeah, to Panama. <laughs> you, you pull that hat off, bro. <laughs> yeah. Very few people do. And oh. I, I was making a joke the other day about like, there's nothing worse than being in some exotic location, having the appropriate clothes, mm. fitting right in, mm. and then you kind of bring that fashion back to Joburg <laughs> and it like doesn't quite work. Do you know what I mean? Because you're not on the island or you're uh, not like, yeah, okay. you know, you don't have the... You know, um, it's, it's functional, yeah. It's a hat. But you pull it off, man. No, thanks, You've got bro. that style. Thanks, I appreciate bro. it. Thanks for having me. Cool. No. We'll see you soon. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. What a lovely chat and what a interesting, interesting man. I uh, really love Adam and have always appreciated 
everything about him. Um, we didn't even touch on it, as I said, in the chat, but go and watch Vondelis, which is out on Showmax. All right, we are thevideostore.co.za. If you want to share the love, uh, please rate and review. That kind of stuff always means a lot to us on your platform. And join our social media over on Facebook and Instagram. But as we said, this was our 50th episode. We are having the time of our lives and loving every moment of this. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And uh, we hope to see you again next week. All right. Cheers. Bye.